You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. NFL fans, hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. That's right, winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code THPN. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code THPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and a $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Want to go, pretty boy? Two minutes by yourself and you feel shame, you know, and then you get free. Only thing better than a glass of beer is tea with Miss McGill. And welcome to the Fourth Line Boys Podcast. My name is Darren. Thank you very much for tuning in. Episode 155 of the Big Show, some Enforcer Base Podcasting coming at you, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Somebody doing out there, hump day Wednesday. Almost there, folks. Um yeah, um, well guys, uh, today, unfortunately, I, uh, do not have a guest as not only, uh, did he, he couldn't make it, uh, but myself as well. I mean, it was, uh, just, it's just bad timing and, uh, nobody's fault. I'll, I'll definitely get him on, but, uh, so unfortunately you're stuck with me today. Um, yeah, guys, to be, like I said, last, if you were with me last episode, to be completely honest, my head's up in the clouds these days. Uh, you know, we're busy, as everybody knows, uh, selling our condo and the whole, uh, you know, rigmarole that's been, um, uh, just about done. You can see the light at the end of the tunnel. We're just sort of waiting on, uh, on the bank at this point. 
um, with the appraisal and stuff. Uh, actually, everything else is done. So hopefully here in the next couple days, uh, it, it gets finished and, and we can all get on with things and, and start taking the packing seriously. Because like I said, the, um, uh, we we want to take uh, Jesus, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Possession date is uh, December 1st. So uh yeah we want to kind of get going on things here and the people are moving in and like there's three sort of groups of couples here waiting to hear the news from this bank and they're just dragging their feet so that's been really frustrating and uh last week was really frustrating time and uh not frustrating we're just anxious and your nerves but yeah it, uh so like i said my mind is everywhere um so on sunday's episode i had alluded to this as well and uh yeah, I apologize if that was sort of all over the place. I, I kind of wrote a little more down today, so it's a little more, hopefully a little more structured this episode. Um, but unfortunately, um, in the next little while here, just with life, guys, uh, I just ask you to bear with me. And, uh, um, you know, between the moving and everything else, like I don't know how many episodes I'll be able to do because obviously we have to, you know, unhook this internet and hook the other one up at the house and blah 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 and however long that takes and and you know whatever so i'm i'm sure i will be incommunicado here for um a few a few episodes um so no so for anybody out there don't, i didn't quit maybe some people would wish i'd quit but uh i'm not quitting or anything it's just uh you know as as the old saying goes life gets in the way right so um right now i will uh I'll apologize to everybody who are at the, at the top of the show. Um, another apology I want to get into in, in all seriousness, and uh, it, it happened today. It, it, it was some uh, comment over the weekend, um, and, I'll, and I'll, like I said, I'm, I will, I will uh, say this now because um, I've always been the first, uh, as any regular listeners go or people that follow me on social media know. Um, I've, I've always prided myself on on what not it's a lot sticking up for the players or that's the whole point of this whole uh podcast and and really the my social media platform is to um uh uh, no i guess what's the kind of put a spotlight on the fourth line player and 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 sort of uh give and like the just as the name says give them a voice and uh because far too often i think uh not only the media but plenty of fans just basically just shit on the role and that and the and the player and that type of thing and i was just tired of it so that's basically the whole premise of why i started all this and uh throughout the years um as social media as goes as as people know i i like to mix it up on social media now and again i get well i get irritated with the the foolish comments and that type of thing well it um it would be hypocritical if i didn't uh um uh, take responsibility for this, but I, I would, I want to come out and, uh, apologize to Darcy Vero. Um, he, uh, was a, you know, uh, him and I talked privately, was not happy with the, uh, the comment I had made on my Facebook page, um, about, uh, a fight involving, uh, Mel Engelstad and, a St. John, a flames, a St. John flames player that's escaping me right now. Um, there was a whole backstory that involved a row with it and everything. And, uh, and, and I made the comment, uh, or, retro, or uh, a fellow player had made the comment something about, uh, oh, it looks like this guy's about to get it because Mel's bringing the right hand to this guy. And, um, the guy was a non-fighter, but Mel was like, sending a message for the, for the incident behind it. And, there, and somebody had posted the whole story and, and, or what they, what they perceived as a story. And, uh, 
And I kind of replied, and I replied was like, well, yeah, he's, he's going to get it because his teammate was stupid uh, or did something stupid. And, um, and it was sort of an offhanded remark. I didn't, it certainly wasn't uh, meant to be in a malicious fashion to Darcy. Uh, but it, it, it could, I could see how it could be perceived as such. And, and he wasn't happy about it. And he had also, I had, uh, you know, I had asked him earlier about coming on the show uh, a while back and, uh, yeah, and it was basically just like you asked me to come on the show, and then you shit talk me, like "What are you doing?" You know, kind of thing. And was the gist of the was the was his uh, comment to me, and and I completely understood where, where he was coming from. I wasn't you know offended or upset that he was uh, calling me out on it because uh, you know if I read it coming from his position, I completely understand, and it did look like I was shit talking, which wasn't my intent at all. And that and like I told him, I, I apologized, and you know we're. Hopefully we're fine now. He accepted my apology, but it was, uh, oh, and I just wanted to come out and, and say that publicly. Like, like I said, if I'm going to sit here and go on Facebook and come on this show every week and, and shit talk people for, or get on, chastise people for shit talking players, I have to, you know, own up to my, you know, when I, when I, uh, do, regardless if it was meant or not, it, I didn't mean it, but I, as I said, in his, coming from his position, I could understand where what he was getting at and uh and that like i said that certainly wasn't my attention so my apologies to darcy that uh um but like i said we talked about it in private and i hopefully it's uh put behind us but uh yeah like i said i'll i'll own it i said it and uh it, like i said it wasn't problem with the it's that's the problem with the written word right yeah and just speaking in generality sometimes generalities generality i think that's a word um sometimes uh can lead to mis misunderstandings and uh so like i said i have no uh certainly no ill will to Dar- towards darcy and uh i completely understood his position and uh yeah like i said we we talked about it i apologize to him i hopefully he uh like i said uh realizes uh, realizes what i you know that i didn't mean it and uh but yeah like i said it might maybe that's not a big deal to it is to me I, i'm not out here to uh um, shit talk the players by any means of, and uh, you know and like I said it'd be hypocritical of me to like I said shit on people all the time for it and then turn around and do it myself so uh, I want to own that and uh, and apologize to Darcy publicly for that but uh, yeah Mo- uh, moving on from that um, I am going to one of the uh, accounts I've, I've talked about on here a few times um, is called Tough Guy Numbers, <clears throat> and basically he just uh, just kind of does some really deep dives. It's like analytics for fight fans, basically, but it's not a result analytics, but it's like just stats for you know, and he most point with a major, and you know, and goes by decades and that type of thing. And like I said, I've I've done a few on here before, and uh, I was just sort of reading, kind of scrolling his uh, uh, feed today. I, if you're on Twitter, I highly recommend uh, giving him a follow and checking out his stuff. It's it's just interesting stuff, but. Um, one of the things he put up, uh, the list for players with a point, a major and a game misconduct in the same game. Um, the leader are in that category is, uh, Marty McSorley and Brendan Shanahan with nine each, then Talkit with eight, Tiger with seven and Steve Thomas with six. And that was for most games with a point, a major and a game misconduct. So it's just stuff like that. I don't know. I just find that kind of kind of stuff interesting. And I don't know if I've covered this one or not, but I'll hey, whatever. I'll throw it out there again because why not? Um, it's it's the most uh, fight, most majors by decade. 
uh, in the seventies, it was Dave the Hammer Schultz with 134. In the 80s, it was Chris Nyland with 203. Uh, in the 90s, Ty Domi of 197. In the 2000s, uh, Jody Shelley with 148. And the 2010s, to me that sounds so weird to say, the 2010s, uh, Cody McLeod with 134. As I'm reading those, I kind of think I did that already. Um, I'm not sure. But, um, and, uh, just a fun little fact for you guys, I was, I, uh, I actually had put that on Twitter yesterday. I was at a Dollarama and I had to buy a whole couple, the old uh, two dollar hockey card surprise bags because why not, right? But uh, as I was going through them, I was putting up. I got a couple tough guys, but um, one of the cards was of this was this gentleman, and it was a fun fact. I said, uh, "Here's a little trivia for you folks out there: Who was Bob Probert's last NHL fight?" I'll give you the, should I do the Jeopardy theme song? So who was Bob Roberts' last fight? It was February 13th, 2002. Uh, it was in Chicago versus the Florida Panthers. And it was Brad Norton was his final opponent, final opponent for Bob Probert. How's that? There you go. little fun fact for you here on a, on a, on the Wild Wednesday show. Um, oh, here I completely forgot to do, I'm here I'm rambling about, uh, you know, about the numbers and stuff. And I forgot to do the, sponsors um well i'm a member of the hockey podcast network there's over 50 shows in the network uh, all the nhl teams are represented so whatever team you're a fan of there is a show for you uh like i said those guys are hot and heavy with the season rolling so uh check those out um for my off network friends of course i got old part-time Oli down there in the swamp in florida you know mr florida everblade i think he's the pr guy down there now you know tailgating and uh, going to all the games and uh, hopefully he's going to get a few ever ever uh, blades players on there. I think he's uh, I think he's doing some inquiries. They have a couple tough guys on their team that would be interesting to listen to, kind of a new age perspective. So uh, hopefully he can make that happen. But uh, definitely give Alex Show with five for fighting a back um, his back catalog a look as well. Uh, Rob Ray, Yablonski, Segroy, uh, on and on. He has a uh, tremendous. Uh, uh, back catalog and uh, I believe he's releasing an episode on Thursday um, it's a solo episode uh, Alex has been uh, busy with a number of things going back and forth and I think he, he drives to Tampa like it's his job now but uh, yeah so I mean it, as I was saying earlier for myself life is sort of gets in the way sometimes when you want a podcast but uh, he is going to put out a solo episode actually his last episode that he put out last week um, it was a solo one but <clears throat> I found it interesting. He was talking about. Um, well, he talked about a number of things, but one of the one of the topics he talked about, of course, is it always seems to, you know, every couple months or, well, it actually comes up every time this Rob Ray's name gets mentioned, but it sort of gets an in depth kind of look every few months. Was it the whole? Oh, he cheated because of his jersey thing, and uh, and Alex sort of talks about that, and Rob Ray wasn't any good with his jer- with his jersey stayed on and stuff like that. That seems to be the. Um, kind of the general theme sometimes uh, on these message boards. And, and he, uh, I really like how he went into it and he made a lot of sense. And uh, like I said, I highly recommend everybody checking old, old uh, part-time Oli down there in Florida. Uh, and if you're so inclined and you're up and you, you want to listen to some New York, some New York uh, action, it's Coliseum Chronicles with Broadway Joe Lazito. Definitely check that out. Uh, Joe, I was going to say Joe's an Islander fan, but apparently Joe's a, I want to, at this point, I'm just saying he's just a New York fan. He covers it all. Yeah. But, uh, Joe's straddling the fence. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't catch his, uh, Yule log. 
But, uh, no, Joel, it's Coliseum Chronicles. It's a New York Islander enforcer-based uh, podcast. And, again, tremendous back catalog. Fakoda, uh, Ewan, Strudwig Asham. Um, he's got some, some really cool... Hopefully, I, I really hope he, he lands a couple of the guests that he's been uh, conversing with because I, I think it'd be a, it would be a... Yeah, I'd be if as a fight fan, it'd be cool for everybody, and uh, you know, I, I hopefully that works out. But in the meantime, um, Joe just released on Monday. He releases his episodes on Monday. Uh, Brandon DeFazio Part Two is his episode. I have it downloaded in the, ready to go in the truck for tomorrow. Um, but yeah, Joe Joe does a does a great job and uh, in a back catalog. And like I said, he's a merchandising tycoon. He's got his face on everything, shirts, yoga pants, halter tops, crop tops, crop, I don't know, flood pants, Christmas balls, wreaths, you know, you name it. Joe's got his face on it, in it, hovering on it, wants to be in it. I don't know, all that type of thing. But Joe's, for an Islander podcast, he, like I said, he's he's working out of MSG right now. So that's why he's, uh, in, and he's sort of taking the moniker Broadway Joe. Uh, he, he took it from Namath. Said he's more important than he's gonna. Never mind Willie Joe. We got Joe Lazito, so he's now taking the mantle, the crown as Broadway Joe. But uh, definitely give his show a try. And uh, no, Joe's a great dude, and uh, I highly recommend his show. But what else are we gonna talk about? Oh, uh, yes. It well, this is uh, this is old Hollywood news here. This will be something. Uh, for the fans out there, Canadian listeners might know a little more about it, but there is a TV show, and I mean, I think a lot of people know, uh, called Letter Kenny. And uh, it's it's kind of an updated trailer park, boys. Um, but uh, a couple of the characters on the show are hockey players, Riley and Jonesy. And uh, one of their teammates that they always uh, argue with and uh, fight with they, they call it, his character's name is Shorzy. Fuck you, Shorzy. Put a shirt on. And uh, he's always got something to say. He's always beaking Riley and Jonesy. Um, but apparently, uh, coming in the new year, they are doing uh, an offshoot of Letterkenny, and it's called Shorzy. And it'll be on Crave TV. And uh, one of the characters uh, on the new Shorzy show will be played by none other than John Nasty Morasty. Uh, he will be appearing on the uh, in, as uh, the character named Jim, apparently on the uh, Letterkenny spinoff Shorzy. So there you go. So a little, a little some Hollywood news there. I guess it's Canadian Hall, Canadian Hollywood. Um, yeah. So we'll see how uh, old Nasty Morasty does in his acting debut. So um, looking forward to seeing that. That'll be funny. But uh, um, I said last week I had talked about. Um, the old school uh, newsletters, and uh, it was called the Aggressive Hockey Report. And uh, uh, Ron was uh, good enough to put up uh, a bunch of them up on the Facebook page, and uh, I grabbed them. And I wanted to, uh, and like I said, if these, if I had known these were around in the nine in the early nineties, I would have lost my mind uh, uh, collecting these. But uh, yeah, they're they're really cool. And like I said, it was it's just an old school look at. Um, like it's a newsletter, basically. Like again, this is like in the early '90s, obviously before the internet and everything else. So, um, yeah, the aggre- the aggressive hockey report, and um, this is from uh, ninety one of the uh, what was it, April of ninety one, ninety two, and 
like I said, they have all the stats, they have an interview, um, and then just some commentary and stuff. And it's funny, of course, with hindsight when you read it, and like, this is the early 90s, and they're bitching about it, how soft it is, and no fighting and stuff. It's like, oh, oof, if you only, if you only knew what was coming. Um, but it, uh, yeah, they, uh, I'm, I'm just sort of, I'm, I'm reading this right now. Um, in in the uh, magazine, there's a section called like "Ask Doctor Fight," and uh, yeah, it's just kind of interesting reading reading the questions. Uh, one of them: uh, What Boston Bruins team was the toughest of all time? And they replied: The '78 '79 Don Cherry Bruins are the toughest Boston team I've seen. That team included Jonathan Winsick, Secord O'Reilly, and the aging but dangerous Wayne Cashman. It's a shame to see what's become of that franchise. Um, then the next question, um, a few questions, cause that, that's the other thing that, that people have to remember, especially the younger ones back then, if you were in Canada or what have you, I mean, a lot of these American teams you never saw, I mean, unless they were hockey in Canada, like there was no satellite, maybe, well, I mean, some people had the big satellite dish, but most people just had like hockey in Canada, right? I mean, that's all I had, we had, but, uh, so it's basically, it was like Edmonton and Calgary at the late game and the early game was always the Leafs and then Montreal on the French channel. So, I mean, you never saw, like, a Bruins-Ranger game or anything like that. So, um, even in the 90s, like, I mean, I had seen some of these guys because I started getting fight tapes. But, yeah, it was uh, it was tough to see guys. So, when you see some of these questions, you're like, what is this guy talking How do you just go on? You just, you know, there's no YouTube or anything back then, right? So, it was, it was, it seems so archaic. Well, it just seems so archaic now, but, you know, that's what we were dealing with back then, folks. But... Um, this question was a few questions regarding some fighters I've, I've not seen much of. How good of a fighter are Louis DeBrusque, Martin Samard, Jeff Rogers, and Sean Antoski? How have they done? Um, reply, uh, Louis DeBrusque has great ability and can throw with both hands, but a big dis- a disappointment because he continues to hold and hug rather than swing. Martin Samard is a southpaw and a big disappointment. His minor league bouts are much better than his NHL fights. Uh, the problem with him is he's now hugs and grabs too much. Jeff Audrey's size is his downfall, but his guts and fighting ability will keep him around for a while. Sean, Anta- Sean Antosky throws right-handed and is not nearly as good as he thinks he is. He took a pounding from Link Gates in an exhibition game. Um, oh, there you go. I don't know if it was Ant- Sean Ant- I don't know if Antosky had maybe this old doctor fight met Antosky maybe and didn't like him or something. I don't I don't know. I've never, I've never heard of Antosky being arrogant or anything, but, um, who knows, right? I don't know. But, um, and then, uh, the top, the above top 10 rating list reflects the votes from our readers. All right. What do we got here? So this is the, um, the 91, 92, uh, final, final stat. It's interesting. The final league fight, the NHL fight leaders, uh, uh, Mike Peluso of Chicago with 35, then Fakoda was second with, Fakoda and Ogic were tied with 31, Hartman of Winnipeg with 29, McKay of New Jersey with 28, Cronin of Winnipeg 26, Audgers 23, Grimson 21, Chase 20, and five players tied with 18. It's so funny, there's, there's teams that don't have 18 fights now. Um, but yeah, oh, AHL leaders. How about this? The Adirondack Red Wings had Three, all three of the, like in the top 10, they had the top three guys. Mark Pott, Van Kurt Tomlinson, and Jim Cummins all had 34 fights, all on the same team. Those are great DVDs, by the way, too. Uh, yeah, there are two volumes. 
then uh, Serge Robert with 30. Uh, Simon for Fred. W. Darcy Simon with Fredericton with 28. Bill Heward at Utica with 22. Mike McWilliam at St. John's with 22. Denny Chasse in Halifax with 21. Mark LaBelle in Fredericton with 20. And Dean Malacock of Uticock. Uticock. Ah! Matt Dean Malacock of Utica with 20. Uh, IHL fight. Mark Major with 28. Spenrath with 26. Kevin Evans with 24. Kerry Clark, 21. Uh, Brown with Milwaukee. It'd be Cam Brown uh, with 20. Zemlak with 19. Stephen Fletcher, Fort Wayne, and who are the McCray be? I guess it'd be Chris McCray. Uh, Kenny, Kenny McCray. Fort Wayne with 18 each. Chaconi and Kalamazoo with 17. And Paul Laza Muskegon with 17. And then the top 10 as voted on by the Aggressive Hockey Report readers. Uh, Probert. Brown, Baruby, number four was Kimball, five Coaster, six Bomber, seven Link Gates, eight Tidomi, nine Jim McKenzie, and ten Gino Ojic. So there you go. Those is that is the uh, aggressive hockey report. Yeah, it's uh, it's they're PDFs, and I'm just you scroll through them, and it's uh, 11 page, 11, 13, uh, This one's thirteen pages. Yeah, it's just got the, like the little cartoon graphic on the front. Like it's so funny, just. Um, I haven't read any of the interviews. Actually, this is interesting. An interview with Troy Crowder. Uh, I'll have to. Uh, I'll definitely have to check these out. Um, in terms, of, I've just sort of scrolled them really quick, and and I saw the the fight doctor questions, so I, I just wanted to bring those up on the air. But yeah, I'll definitely have to uh, go back and, and check out the downloads. Um, and the other little uh, piece of business uh, that I've been doing uh, in terms of the rankings, of course, was. Uh, my WHL rankings uh, the, from the newspaper, um, the final polls of not only the best in the East, but the best in the West, as they broke it up into uh, conferences. Um, I, rem- I, I realized I hadn't finished. I was doing the best East for a while, and uh, I realized I hadn't finished them. So uh, this is the best in the East poll for 2001-2002. And uh, here we go. We'll scroll down and the best fighters. <clears throat> Far and away, actually, the league leader with 84 votes. And again, um, for anybody that this first time tuning in, um, these were polls done in the in the Regina Leader Post as well as, um, I'm not sure who what the newspaper out west was. And basically they would send uh, ballots to... Uh, coaches and uh gms and players so this is all voted by their peers and uh and they couldn't they weren't allowed to vote for guys on their own team so this is the most like this is pretty much the most honest uh um reaction or whatever that you're that you're going to get in terms of uh of a vote so um best fighter uh with 80 like he had 84 points the next guy had 22 in terms of votes um number one from the prince albert raider was grant mcneil and uh, yeah, I have, some, I have footage from Grant when he was in PA, and uh, he was a bad dude. Of course, he went on played, uh, had a you know brief brief uh, NHL run in with Chris Simon as a member of the Florida Panthers, but um, played in the minors for a long time. Um, had some some great years with the Hershey Bears. Um, yeah, tough dude. Uh, a guy I'd really like to get on the show. Actually, um, I'm working on it. Hopefully, he comes on. But uh, yeah, far and away the league leader. Uh, or the vote leading vote getter. Uh, number two was Stephen Spencer of Swift Current. 
Uh, number three was uh, Garth Murray of the Regina Pats. Uh, number four was Ryan Jordy of the Moose Jaw Warriors. Uh, five was Doug Lynch of the Red Deer Rebels. Uh, yeah, one, two, three, four, five. yeah, number six was Randy Ponte of the Brandon Wheat Kings. Seven, Derek England of Moose Jaw. Uh, number eight, uh, Derek Bugard of Medicine Hat. And then rounding out the final medicine that was uh, Brett Schaffelmeyer. Imagine Bugard and Brett Schaffelmeyer, uh, both about like six foot six. So yeah, medicine that was a scary team. And, uh, that was interesting. Um, you know, no, no, uh, slight to, to Garth Murray. Um, actually, I mean, people remember Garth Murray in the NHL with, uh, I, I can't offhand all the teams, but the Rangers and that, uh, he was a high pick too. Uh, just a solid grinder player. Um, in June, didn't I don't think he fought much in pro, but um, he didn't. He he was a he was a solid fighter in junior though, and I, I remember he did he dropped Hordachuk one night in the playoffs. Actually, I remember that here. Um, but it's inter- again, this is voted by the players, so it's really interesting that he would be voted that high and in front of like Derek England and Bugard and Schaffelmeyer and stuff. That's a that's a that's a real interesting result. And Ryan Jordy. Uh, Jordy's a bad dude in junior as well. And, uh, uh, you know, and then Randy Ponte, it seemed like he was in junior for like 10 years. I mean, he was in Brandon forever and fought everybody. But, uh, yeah, that's a real uh, interesting result having, um, and again, voted by his peers. So, um, you know, what, what can you say, right? Um, yeah, but there you go. That was the best in the West for 2001, 2002. Um, yeah, I just, uh, it, it, like I said, it's it, to me from, yeah, you know, from my, anyway, from my perspective, I always, like I said, I enjoy just going through the old stuff there and, and, and seeing that. And, and like I said, just something like that to see, um, <clears throat> uh, Garth Murray ahead of, of, uh, like a Bugard Schaffelmeyer in England and, uh, was, was pretty wild. <clears throat> All right, guys, like I said, it's about 30 minutes in and, um, like I said, with, with kind of with everything going on, my phone's been blowing up here with messages and family member, my brother and my mom and friends asking about, uh, about the house, if we heard from the bank yet or what have you. So, um, I'm not going to talk too long today. Um, like I said, with everything going on, I, I ask you, I, I like, like I said, I asked the listener, you guys to bear with me. Um, like I said, the next couple of weeks are kind of going to be, going to be scattered and all over the place and up in the air. I don't know what's going to happen, but, uh, like I said, I won't go on too long tonight, but I wanted to put, I wanted to put something out for, for the folks that, uh, that enjoy listening on Wednesdays and, you know, kind of get you through your work days and, uh, you know, just maybe take you away for a little while anyway. And, uh, I want to appreciate, I, I appreciate everybody that takes the time to listen and download and, and, uh, and, and enjoy the episodes. And I'm, I'm getting a lot of feedback lately, which I really appreciate. And, uh, yeah, like I said, if anybody, if you're not on, if you're on social media, it's fourth line voice on Facebook as well as Twitter and, and YouTube, um, put a few fights up there the other night. Actually, I found a DVD and, uh, that I didn't know was here. And, uh, cause like I said, all my DVDs are packed away, but I managed, I found one in a drawer. I didn't know I had, it was here. Um, so yeah, I put up a few fights. Um, but really there's over 2,600 videos on the YouTube channel. So, uh, definitely check that out. Fourth line voice on YouTube. Uh, just go to the search engine, type in any league, everything's sorted. So just type in whatever league you want to find and, and something will come up for sure. Um, yeah, so definitely yeah, subscribe to the channel and hit the notification. That way, anytime I put up a fight, uh, you'll know. Uh, like I said, once we get moved into the house and settled and I unpack all my stuff, 
Um, like I said, you know, and that'll be like a lot of, of course, December, you got Christmas and everything else, right? So that's going to be a crazy day or crazy month. But, uh, once the new year is here, which isn't too far away, really, you know, what is it, about a month and a bit, a uh, month and a half, um, uh, I guess it's two months really, um, that, uh, I, I really, um, I have a bunch of, uh, ideas that I want to try out and, and, uh, when I have the time and we're all settled in and life's back to normal, um, not only on the YouTube channel, but on here as well. I have a few ideas. I have a few guests, um, that I've spoken to and, uh, we've sort of planned that, uh, we're going to come out of the gates in 2022 swinging. I'm going to hit you guys with some really cool guests and, uh, and, uh, I, I really hope you stick around and, uh, and let's grow the, grow the show. And, um, yeah, cause I, I have a lot of, I have a lot of what I think is a lot of cool things planned. So, uh, hope you guys stick with me um just kind of like i said please just bear with me here for the next little while but uh also i want to say uh i want to i want to thank some, uh a lot of the, a lot of the listeners not a lot you know um i was saying, oh, like i have millions of listeners but no but a couple of the guys that i i talk to a lot on here um you know chris and jay and alec and and guys like that and taylor and uh guys on twitter and stuff and i i don't mean to miss you out by not calling out your name but um uh, you know, I, and I've, and you know, they're, they, they're text me and, you know, Hey, how's the sale going? And all, and you know, you're kind of on oh, the bank, God, you know, God damn it. You know, and you're kind of bitch and I'll oh, hang in there, man, you know, whatever. And, and I, and I just want to tell those guys, I really appreciate the support. I mean, last week was, uh, you're right. Like we said, we've never gone through anything like this. And like I said, we went so long without selling it and you start to wonder if you're ever going to, and then the bank gets involved and you finally get a thing and it's up and down and you know, so my stomach is just in knots. It's just anxious. And, uh, and, and like I said, I, I, I really appreciate not only those guys being a sounding board for my ranting, but, uh, you know, offering their, uh, um, you know, their advice and just their, you know, Hey man, it'll be all right. Don't worry about it. It's cool. You know, whatever. And, uh, and I, I just wanted to let them know. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah. And, and it's cool. And like I said, uh, it, 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 you know, and this sounds hokey, but I mean, you know, whatever, but it's true. Um, as I've been on social media here for the last, I don't know what, last 10 years or what have you growing the show and what, even before the show, but just the Twitter, whatever you want to presence or whatever you want to call it. But, um, you know, we kind of have that little built in fight community really with the, you know, the message boards on Facebook and that type of thing. And yeah, there's some guys like that I talk to lots on, privately and stuff through text and whatever. And we share videos like jail in Finland and, you know, and stuff like videos and articles and, uh, and, and everything like these best in the East and this aggressive hockey report that has all been shared amongst fight fans. Um, I'm just, I'm just the one with have the platform or the voice to share it with the rest of you. So, which is, uh, you know, a lot of times I'll get sense, Hey, do this on your show. And, you know, and they want to share it with you guys. They just don't have a podcast. Right. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I want to share it with all of you guys. And, uh, but, um, I, I really, it's been fun, um, with, with the kind of the community, like I said, for lack of a better word, I guess, but the community, the, um, that's been on kind of whatever on social media, the hockey fight community. And, uh, I appreciate those guys a lot and, uh, always fun to talk to. And, uh, you know, if you're in a mood or you're bored or whatever, you just kind of send out a, a text or a text or a tweet or a, Facebook comment, and you always get uh, 
the feedback and that type of thing. So that's, that's a lot of fun. And, uh, and like I said, and for everybody out there that's on my Facebook page or on the group that responds to a picture or a video or what have you, I appreciate, I really do appreciate it. I can't say that to every person that does it, but you know, just, there is enough time, but, um, I want to say here now that, uh, no, it's, it's a lot of fun. And like I said, I get on here a lot of times and rant and rave and bitch about social media and, and not without merit, but at the same time, it's, uh, you know, sometimes I don't focus on the positive a lot of times and I, and I should do more of that. And, uh, and I just wanted to thank everybody for doing that. And, and, uh, like I said, and I put up a couple pictures the other night and got some really cool feedback and, and, uh, actually one of the guys ended up, uh, privately talked to him and he shared a couple of stories from some old AHL stories and, and sent me a really cool picture. And, uh, yeah, and hopefully we're going to, when I get all my, when I get moved and settled and stuff, we get some footage that we're going to trade and that never would have happened without the without the interaction on the on the facebook group so um yeah it, it's cool the the whatever you want to in in quotes or whatever the people you meet on here and because and uh and, and it's been a lot of fun and like i said i rant and rave and bitch about it a lot and uh and like i said i don't uh i think i i've i've <laughs> I'm not always very positive. I know we call it the, the Sunday rant episodes and I yell and scream a lot out the window and, and everything like that. But, uh, yeah, just the last, uh, last couple of days have been, have been a little, uh, been rough. And, uh, you know, my wife and I are really anxious to get it, get things over with. And, uh, so we're sort of, uh, on pins and needles here and, uh, yeah, it, uh, it, it's been rough. So to get that feedback from her, to get those messages from people and, and to read the, you know, your escapism, right. To, uh, social media, um, and the fight boards and stuff and to have positive interactions with people on there is, uh, has been a lot of fun as well. So I want to thank everybody out there for, for taking the time to, uh, respond and share and, uh, and, and, uh, and, and, and create, uh, content. I, I appreciate that. Um, if, if you're not on social media and you want to get a hold of me, um, for whatever reason, just send me an email, uh, Hockey fights at Hotmail. That's right. I still have a Hotmail account. Uh, I have numerous. Unfortunately, I have numerous email accounts. But for this one, I like to use the Hotmail account. Hockey fights, all one word, lowercase, all one word, um, at Hotmail.com. Hockey fights at Hotmail.com. Yeah, so send me a message. Um, yeah, drop me a lot, good, bad, or otherwise. Or if you have a story to share or um, some picture, if you come across some pictures or something, um, yeah, by all means, uh, share them. I, I love seeing that stuff. It's a... Uh, like I said, uh, last week, it's sort of a, it's a look into the past, right? It's a photograph, um, hockey cards and all that stuff. It's a, it's a photograph into the past. And, you know, when you look at something like that, you can remember, uh, uh maybe in some ways a more, uh, a fonder time or what have you, a simpler time maybe, but, uh, but, but a fond moment in your life where you're a time period in your life. So, um, they're like little tiny time capsules. I know I'm, maybe I'm getting cheesy and nostalgic here, but, uh, but it's true really, if you think about it. They are time pieces. So, uh, for sure, share those. I'd love to see them. Um, and it goes without saying, if you have footage, please, by all means, please get a hold of me and we'll figure something out. But, uh, yeah, guys, to be completely honest, I was looking at my sticky note here. I had an entire rant all set up for, uh, about social media and hockey culture and change and everything like that. But, uh, yeah, I don't think I'll rant and rave too much today. I think I'll, I'll sort of leave it on a more, uh, on a happier note this Wednesday. This Sunday, I will, uh, I will rant and rave more when I have, uh, cause I want to kind of investigate a little more on that, but, uh, before I go too, too wild. But, uh, 
anyway, guys, like I said, it's about 30 some minutes and I know it's a real short episode and I apologize for that, but, uh, I just wanted to get something out and get you guys, hopefully, Hey, if it gets you through the Wednesday. It was worth it. But, uh, all right, I'll, uh, I'll let you guys go, but, uh, I will talk to everybody on Sunday and, uh, have a good rest of the work week guys. All right. Thanks. And you people that don't like fighting, how many of you did you walk out and get a coffee while that was 